I I didn't hear that, Peter. Can you? It's got three ingredients. Okay. Butter, powdered sugar. Can you guess the third ingredient? Hint: it's a liquid. Uh, uh honey. Rum. You're close, Karen. Is it whiskey or like yep. bourbon whiskey? Yeah, yeah. It is whiskey, huh? Yeah. 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 That sounds yeah. pretty good, honestly. Also, I've had like whiskey, butter, and powdered sugar. Also, we're yeah, describing baby. hard sauce, which belongs on a cake. And also, welcome to Carbon Podcast, episode four twenty eight. Uh yeah, we're mm-hmm. just jumping in here mid conversation. Uh, welcome, Peter and Kieran. I am your host, Chris Truscott Brown. Yeah. This is and episode... here's question of the week. I'm taking over now, Chris. Okay. Oh. Question of the week: What song would you play at your funeral, Chris? Can I have a minute? That's like putting me on Kieran. the spot. Oh no, I know. I have one. I have one. I'm jumping oh, you, back you in. You passed. Clearing gets to go first. Kieran, no, no, no. go go ahead, Chris. All right, go ahead, Chris. Uh, this has been kind of my theme song through life, so I will play it at my funeral. Uh, Day by Day by Doug and the Slugs. All right, and Kieran, yours? Um, Dragon Ball Z theme song. Uh, which one? <laughs> original Japanese, second Japanese, original English, or second English? I feel like original English is probably what I remember. Dragon, uh, Dragon, uh, Ball. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Z. I just want to confuse everyone there. <laughs> I want, like... It's Some like, like nice, like fluttery piano, yeah, a somber moment, playing. and then it's like, and now we will play a piece of music that was yeah. Mr. Kieran Stevens's last. Yeah, to commemorate wishes. Dragon, yeah. Dragon yeah. Ball. <laughs> that would be great, actually. And then at the end, I kind of want to change my, my voice because now I want to do the Digimon, not the Digimon theme, <laughs> but the. Uh, the one song that they had commissioned for the English version that they then decided to play six times per episode once they had it. Hey, Digimon. Yeah. Hey, Digimon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. you, you know the bat- they're about to start winning a battle anytime that song just <laughs> yep. begins to play. Exactly. My favorite, my favorite was the second one they introduced that is somehow cheesier despite being a rock theme. Hmm. Digimon, we fight to win. We no. fight to win. Hey, Digimon is my funeral I, song for sure yeah. now. I, I, I was going to say. I rescind Doug and the Slugs. Yeah, screw that song. I was going to say, at the end of my Dragon Ball theme song funeral, I'm go- is going to be a voice recording of me saying, please gather the seven Dragon Balls and wish me back to life. <laughs> I will be running Snake Road until you do. That's actually a great segue into a quick plug for Pop Tower Podcast, uh, which before came out. Before you do nope. that, Peter. And no, I no, no. Def- I haven't said my song yet. Yes, I need you to say your song, but I also want you to do the Pop Tower plug, please. Okay, so Pop Tower plug uh, it came out today. We talked about Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, uh, which is fantastic. Hmm. And, and also, I, I, need that one. Not- I haven't seen it. It's currently only theatrical. It should be on Crunchyroll soon. But no, um, Pop Tower. I mean, mm. all right. And um, I was going to mention my my funeral song. Let's groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, that's pretty good. It's nice pick fun a, because I want people to sing along song. and dance at my funeral. <laughs> but they're they're already doing that, and you're like, wait, not not until I play the song. 
this way it's guaranteed even if they're happy yeah. before it gets to that point. Yeah. So because I'm going I to buy people and not sing. You, I'm going you, to live my life to day by day by Doug and the Slugs. Uh-huh. I'm going to end my life with well, commemorate my life rather. This isn't going to be my suicide song. This will be my funeral song. Commemorate my life with Hey Digimon. Theme song. And Wait, Oh no, I had a good bit. I, I was gonna I say I had a good Emma, bit. Well, fuck we you. all tried to do a theme song bit. So <laughs> I was gonna say Emily's funeral song would be, and then you could insert her saying it. No, he doesn't have time to insert her this week. I don't have time to insert her. What would she well, say, Kieran? She would say theme song. Thank you. <laughs> I love I love we had dueling bits there. We were all just we like were all just waiting ready to draw. <laughs> Chris, you t- you drew it out too long. We were all ready. <laughs> I I love it that way. <laughs> we all just shot each other. Yep. Lying dead on the ground. Well, I mean the the final uh shootout at say? the end of Good, Bad and the Ugly. I was thinking that. Yeah. Uh that that wasn't over in a second. That mm-hmm. lasted a while, so all of us were at that, like, three-way center crossroad thing. We were just waiting who gets to draw first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always draw first. Yeah, giving me any excuse. Mm-hmm. Anyways, wow. So, why are we talking about funerals, Chris? Well, obviously, um, so we're we're recording on Friday, a day later from when the news dropped. But Queen Elizabeth II has passed away. And we can't not talk about it because the whole world is talking about it incessantly. I think probably at least until Christmas. Uh, The big social media dilemma <laughs> I I hate what's happening to our topic list I'm not going to mention it out loud you're welcome uh, but <laughs> I hate it and that will be an inside joke uh, the big dilemma that social media is having is this Sunday so this episode is coming out Saturday so one day later this Sunday is the anniversary of 9-11 now, what do you talk about more? The Queen's death or the anniversary of the terrorist attack because media isn't about actually interesting things. It's about buzzwords, and both of those are big. I have a solution, though. Me too. All we, we, need, to do, all we need to do is this Sunday blast the media with I don't know what it was, but whatever Queen Elizabeth said about nine eleven. Um well no, we accuse her of doing it. We uncover yeah. conspiracy no, we theories. That, that was George Bush that yeah, was she, she did it well atop a swan. The queen the queen hopped on the swan and was like, get him and then three swans 
hit the one World Trade Center, and then two swans and a ferret hit the second one. The ferret's how they get you, because ferrets can melt steel beams. I've, I've been saying it for ages. Yeah, ferrets can melt steel beams. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way. People were getting excited. They were like, oh, the queen might die on 9-11. Uh, and then we'll have <laughs> excited, a discourse explosion. Yeah. People online, people on Twitter were getting was, excited about honestly, it. Honestly, I, w- I was on Thursday, like, I wasn't upset or happy. I'm not going to embrace either of those camps. But I was very interested. Uh, and I was refreshing <laughs> news sites, like, every five minutes, waiting for the announcement, because I knew it was going to happen. Because basically, the morning of uh, September 8th, It was like, oh, the queen is in poor health. All the extended family has flown in and gathered in to visit her. I was like, queen aside, I've been to that rodeo. This, this is, this is grandma's dying. Like we're gathering around because grandma's dying. It's like flat out. It's when counter counter to that. She was gathering all her children around her to possess one of their bodies so she may live on. <laughs> oh, shit. And eventually get out. Which, one, which one did she possess? I don't know. It's got to be... It's not Charles because... No, uh, that'd be weird. Char- no, but also, she was pretty badass, all other things considered. Like, in her... Mm. I think she was in her fucked 80s. fucked up and take Andrew. Yeah, in her 80s, if not her 90s, uh, she jumped out of an airplane and parachuted with Daniel Craig, the current James Bond. Uh, so she was way too badass to possess. That was She She was 84 at the time, and yeah. nobody tell Chris that that was a stunt actor. It wasn't. It was her. Yeah. Yes, it, it was, Chris. Living in a fairy mm-hmm. tale. Yeah, absolutely yep. was. Yep. Fully her. Also, but anyway, my point is, September the 8th went for, uh, yeah, you know, I had a joke and fuck it, I don't even care anymore. Oh, no, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I I don't care, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gonna take it back, I'm gonna take it back. The morning of September 8th became the morning on September 8th. Yeah. There you go. Oh, beautiful. But I I, I think all other concerns and as much as we're being irreverent, I don't want to be too disrespectful. I um, do. All other concerns let's, aside, let's, let's, let's like take, um, take the piss out of Charles. Yeah, Charles is way too much one ply to ever be inhabited by a badass bitch like Liz. I'm not gonna get grant her badass bitch. Sorry, sorry. This hey, is I'm hey, anti-monarchist. So, um, so here's uh here's Diana beating the shit out of Charles. I just posted a photo of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Charles, it's like we got to put this guy on our money now. Come on. Well, what is that? Yeah. Well, actually, that was my. We really gonna do that? Here's, shit? here's my thing. I'm any anti monarchy, but just Queen Elizabeth as the Queen of England has been just. A fact and a standard throughout not only my entire life, but very nearly my father's entire life, because he was five when she became queen. She's nearly the longest running monarch, which 
monarch problem aside. Sun King. Sun King. Still has the W. Well. Louis XIV. Yeah. King Louis got 72 and then she got 70. So she didn't quite, you know, silver's still a medal. No I one guess. calls her the Sun Queen. No. Nope. I'm just saying. But uh, it's just weird. And specifically about the money. Yes, they are going to transition the coins to any newly minted coins from yesterday forward will feature King Charles. What's that? Kind of hate saying that to be honest. Queen Elizabeth rolls off the tongue cuz it's just been so normal. King Charles is like uh which Shakespearean drama are we uh reading right now? <laughs> But well, I just want to also point out, um, Charles, because he's going to be put on a coin, they're probably going to use an older portrait of him, and he looks like a turd, old man. He's 73. I want to... Should you not abdicate at 73? Like, just give it to William if if you're not going to dissolve the whole ridiculous I feel bad for William because he's... Of monarchy? He, like, he didn't become king while he still had hair. Yeah, so he the coins went bald rem- at, like, 25. <laughs> He's still handsome, but he he did get the unfortunate type of bald. Yeah, I wanna I wanna try a pitch to mostly Canada's women and be like, "Hey, ladies, you want a male prime minister and a male figurehead in charge of our country? You want a literal patriarch on our money? I don't know. Yeah, there you I go. don't know. That's Think you should pitch. secede. You want a literal patriarch? Yeah, doesn't yep. sound very feminist to me. Yeah. And I'll make all the women vote for seceding. Kieran, if uh, you get knighted, yeah. you can actually call yourself sir. I I refuse. He already calls I don't believe in sir. Sir. Yeah. I don't I don't need a old or old person to hit me on the shoulders with a sword. Yeah, see that okay, that double take. This is such an that, aside. That was a thing. So, Peter, say say your thing. Oh, it's it's such an aside, but just thinking about that, it made me remind me of one of my favorite SNL sketches where Elton John was hosting, and they and they gathered the knights of the realm, which were all the celebrities who were knighted. So it was like Sir Elton John, Sir Michael Caine, um, Sir Ian McKellen, and of course Sir Mixalot. <laughs> and just Sir Mixalot is there; doesn't do anything. On a He's personal note, I'm sad that Sir Terry Pratchett wasn't included. Because Sir Terry Pratchett is one of the coolest people knighted by yeah. the Queen. Because yeah, but he decided, American audiences weren't going to get it. But he decided, after he got knighted for his literary works, well, a knight should have a sword. So he sought out some uh, silvered meteor metal and learned blacksmithing enough that with assistance he was able to forge himself a sword because a knight should have a sword and so there is a forged sword of sir terry pratchett and i kind of love that attitude that's a man locked into a fantasy world and (sighs) i embrace that Mm. but the double take Mm. that kieran just did about not needing to be knighted by some old Awake person. That that's the weirdest thing. Is like my wife and I were talking about oh yeah, remember the time that she like 
she jumped out of a plane and like was skydiving down to the Olympics with Daniel Craig, the current James Bond. Yeah, that thing that happened. But before before I really finished that, I realized like hang on. James Bond. James Bond now works for his majesty's secret service. And like mm. that that whole thing is going to even the pronoun thing is going to be quite an adjustment. Well, well. Bomb has issues with pronouns. Yep, thank you. It's, I was yeah. like where's the joke to take with this? It's it's not yeah. it's not a joke. It's just it's a weird adjustment like the fact that she was queen for so long is just that's what's weirding me out is the fact that uh, like it's not even, even about the monarchy just... it's like this person a relic. yeah exactly it's a relic that is no longer present or valid and that's just a weird adjustment i i don't agree with monarchy it's so much an antiquated system by hundreds of years and I don't see a reason for it to exist today I'm just saying a thing that has been a thing for probably about depending on when you were born about three generations is gone that's weird it's not wrong it's just weird (sighs) hmm hmm uh, now's the time, the tr- the time to get rid of the inbred Germans on the throne mm-hmm. and bring in some real inbred, I don't know, French people or English, like, like a prior dynasty, you know, cause the current or, house, the current house, about, they're all Germans, here, here. they're all Germans. Here, let's really fuck with them. Let's take the Taiwanese royal family. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put an Asian sure. on Let's put an Asian on the throne of England. Then they have to recognize Taiwan. If we're gonna stick with a monarchy, which I think is a bad idea, I guess. Um, What are they gonna gonna do, Chris? Nothing. Set the corgis on us? The corgis died with the queen. Yeah, they they buried all the corgis alive in her tomb. There was a news article today I saw, because, let's be honest, we're not gonna be free of news about this. Until maybe Christmas, if we're lucky. But then around uh, maybe like May or June of next year, we're going to do the actual coronation for Charles and we'll get it all back. And <sighs> Hello, Hopefully. Christopher. And then he'll die. No. He'll die in like three years. Uh, well, no, you know Christopher, what? You know I what? have a fun no, fact to bring I have, up. I have something. Sorry, Peter. I have a thing I just remembered Who's and I don't want to forget. I am L. Ron Hubbard. Um uh, I was thinking about how much the death of Queen Elizabeth is in the headlines and how it's unavoidable. And I was even thinking about the anniversary of 9-11 coming up and as, as is that going to take over the media? No, probably not. And I thought, what story would actually dominate the media ahead of the death of Queen Elizabeth? And I thought of one. The headline Mm. of Prince Charles 
getting chased into a tunnel by paparazzi and their car crashing and Prince Charles dying. All right, nobody that, can get offended by dark jokes anymore because that is that more is, fucked up than anything we that said. That is the darkest. And we said the Queen did nine eleven. That is the darkest joke of the podcast. But could you imagine if that happened? The headline I can imagine would that was a good never joke, Christopher. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to point out that you know who else loved corgis? Me. Corgis are the official animal of Scientology. Are you trying to claim that Queen Elizabeth was a reincarnation of Elron Hubbard? No. Because I'm, I'm saying kind of she into was a... it. <laughs> I'm saying she was the reincarnation of my corgi. The same That's one we had to throw overboard. This is all true. Yeah. The headline I saw so... today was <coughs> Who will take care of the Queen's dogs now that she's gone? Um, Saskatchewan. Pe- people will. Like, no. there, there, there's people there. There, You think the queen was no. caring for the dogs? You think she's, like, picking up the doggy do and, like, feeding them? She takes them for walkies once a week uh, to feel connected. There's people here for the dogs. They'll continue no. on. Like I said, like an ancient steppe warlord who's buried alive with his horses and his brides, she will take her corgis with her. Uh, They're already dead. They killed the death of style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blap, blap, it'd, be funny, it'd be funny if the queen was like, yeah, I'm dead now, and England, it's over. Uh, the, the, rising energy, the, the rising energy prices, the, 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 the decaying society, the Brexit. You, you're my tomb. You're, you, yeah, Brexit, it's my tomb. And you're all trapped in here with me, and you can't leave now. Uh, yeah, he is probably uh, the last queen of Scotland. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. But the, the, I'm looking at the line of succession, which goes through. I mean, we all know it goes to William next, but and then, then it goes to his son. It goes to his Prince son George, and not yeah. Harry. I well, mean, it's Harry it's wouldn't primogeniture. Harry wouldn't want it, but. Well, it's primogeniture, so it go- always goes to the firstborn son, basically. They might have yeah, changed yeah. this recently, but, like, brothers don't get preference over sons. Well, I mean, the entire reason that Elizabeth was queen was because her dad was king, and the only reason her dad was king as the secondborn was because the older brother was like, nah, <laughs> fuck this shit. I don't like it. And I, uh, I'm a bounce. See ya. So he was kind of a Nazi too. Well, I mean, who wasn't back in the day? Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna Maybe. think a lot. Back in 1994, I loved watching Royal Canadian Air Force, and they had everybody they did sketches of is dead now hmm. from the royal family. Uh, yep, because the queen's dead with her him him him. Uh, the Queen Mother, of course, died long ago, where oh, she yeah. would just get shit-faced and talk about her new hip. Mm-hmm. That was a fun sketch. And uh, Prince Philip would would constantly deny being a fan of Nazis. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I... I kind of <laughs> initially worried that we might be too offensive on this podcast. And then once the record oh. button went on... Uh, 
uh, Jekyll was gone and Hyde was here, and it turned into a contest on who could be the most offensive, and I kind of love it. Mm. I've been holding yeah. back, baby. Mm, I um, you know, there's there's a descendant of the Tudors, so like Henry VIII, Elizabeth I, who works as a car salesman in Australia. I say we bring him back. And he usurps the throne. So you want to you want to pull a King Ralph? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and isn't there a guy whose last name is Burger who could be king? That'd be pretty fun. I know. I just because I think I don't, I, 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 I don't know if such a thing exists because I know you can search your bacon number, but uh-huh. my family's heritage is between. England and Ireland. I wonder where I am in the succession to the throne. Like, even if the number's in the thousands, like, I wonder if there's a way to figure out where I would actually land in actual succession. <laughs> it's it's gonna be long, because Wesley oh, Berger yeah. is 305th. That's his, oh, that's his name, be, Wesley Berger. I would be easily in the thousands, but technically, if my heritage is English and Irish... I have to be in line somewhere, even if it's like 10 we're million. All, we're all descendants. I think we're all in line of succession for the Holy Roman Empire if it somehow came back, because we're all descendants of Charlemagne. Uh, or yeah. Genghis Khan. He is one of the b- most prolific. to let uh, it come back. North Never... of, not as many North Americans are connected to Genghis Khan as they are to Charlemagne, but I understand okay. where you're going with that. Yeah. There's like a, it's like something like there's like a sixty percent chance you can I mean, be related yeah, to Genghis yeah, Khan. Boil but if, down, you're, if you're remote white, yeah, there's like a hundred percent chance. Yeah, if if you boil it down, every single person is related. But then when you get to the like millionth ancestry, then no, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like to think about that too much because then I just get upset. Well. You've got to think about all the people you've had sex with, and then, like, oh, no. You know, <laughs> no. It's all just cousin life. We're all just yeah. living that cousin life. Yeah. Joke's on you, Chris. I haven't had sex. Oh, well. Nice. Okay. Then nice. you maybe uh, should try make, it sometime. It's kind of fun. Let's make Peter king of England, and he can be sure. the virgin king. The I'm down for that. The virgin king of England. <laughs> Like like you, like Queen I mean, Elizabeth. If that's how was people found out. Queen. I wouldn't hate that. Uh, just make sure you don't tell anybody about this on the podcast, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, much, wouldn't much, do that, yeah. yeah, much like much I will, like you'll cut out the joke about the Queen doing nine eleven, which we've done no, like six times. I have not. I no. I I have not actually heard anything I want to censor, other than a gro- gross sniffle noise I made at the start that I'm gonna cut out. Yeah. Because I am um, a vain. That's asshole. no way to talk about your wife. That a joke didn't make any sense. Sniffle. I'm not yeah. at <laughs> all. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Love you, Jamie. Interesting. We yeah. we dunked on the queen for a full half half hour. So yeah. Peter, you maybe got some wrestling news so we can get away from this before we get <sighs> truly offensive because. Trust me. I want to see how much of this Kieran zones out for because I it's... have, I have seen way worse. I do want to say, okay. like within five minutes of the actual death of the queen, 
I saw people posting pictures of Buckingham Palace with the Spirit Halloween sign on it. And I have to say, I know I'm a bad person, but I laughed at that a lot. That's not the worst joke people have made. It By no it, means, that's but a, that's the one that got me first. I was fair. just like, okay, yeah. So we get a bad taste. Mm-hmm. Professional wrestling. Always bad taste. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't pretend. Um... So, Chris, of course, of uh, white racists, uh, professional wrestling. Sorry, what were you saying, Kieran? Chris can talk to you. I think think professional wrestlers have more legitimacy than the Queen and the royal family. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think think, uh, John Cena's doctorate in thugonomics is more real Mm -hmm. than the Queen's claim on power of England. I would (laughs) rather be knighted by him. Yeah. He, he, he would have to do it in a um, Red Sox jersey. Is, that, I is would, it okay? I would rather be Moon Knighted by Oscar Isaac. Mm. He'd Wouldn't have to do that... that terrible accent, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, hmm. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, so, this okay, this is actually kind of fucked up, and I'm sure you guys haven't seen the news on this, uh, especially, <laughs> especially Karen. Because um, I so, can't read. Yes. Someday. Um, Little so, known fact uh, on the video Chris, version. Chris, I am actually trying to introduce the story. The video version of the podcast, though, uh, we will see Kieran surrounded by books. All of them are hollow with lids, and they all contained baked goods. Yeah, My favorite part is you said hollow. And, and candy, yes. Peter, yeah. please continue. I am okay. doing a terrible job of derailing. You are doing it so much today. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Kieran's, that candy is actually very audible, Kieran. <laughs> sure. Yummy. All right. Um, so, AEW, All Elite Wrestling. I've mentioned them many times. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Shit hit the fan. Ooh. And I don't mean me. So, uh, where to start with this? CM Punk is a popular professional wrestler. He, he got very famous back in 2011 for doing the infamous pipe bomb promo where he came out and just delivered a very raw, very intense promo on John Cena that would end up leading up to one of the best matches of 2011 between Cena and uh, CM Punk. And so he's always had a certain cachet in that regard as being like a guy who speaks truth to power, the voice of the voiceless, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, it turns out he... Uh, he can't let things go. He's a very petty man, unfortunately. I feel safe in saying that. So what happened is, back in... When I went to see a show in Vegas, which I, of course, also talked about in this podcast, he mm-hmm. won the world championship in AEW from Hangman, Adam Page. Mm-hmm. And then um, immediately broke his foot, which led to Chris and I and Jamie watching um, Forbidden Door, where a new champion was crowned, and it ended up being John Moxley. An interim champion. Interim champion, yep. That's worth... Ca- uh, just just referencing past episodes of the podcast at this point for continuity's sake. So that all happened, and then a few weeks ago, CM Punk returned from injury, confronted John Moxley, and they ended up having a match, which John Moxley won in very quick fashion, and it was like, whoa, what the hell's going on? But this was to set up doubt that CM Punk could actually 
defend the title after so soon after injury, as well as because John Moxley had basically been carrying the company for the last three months to give him an actual take away the interim from his title reign just to be like he was champion before they would put it back on CM Punk. Very complicated, but this is what they were trying to do. Because then CM Punk won the title. CM Punk, not one to be happy, then proceeded to go to a post-show press conference, because they do those in AEW to try and seem more legitimate. Sorry. I I might be being stupid, but Mm -hmm. I lost the narrative. Generally. You said that they had the match to settle... And Moxley yep. won. Moxley won, but then they had the rematch like two weeks later. Okay. Punk won that. Either I blanked out or you didn't mention the rematch, but I missed that part. <laughs> so under the cloud of all this bullshit, mm-hmm. um, CM Punk goes to this post-press conference and rather than be happy because he won the title in Chicago, his hometown, you know he and he and he's like I'm I was like I'm not just fighting for me I'm fighting for all of Chicago doing all that classic good hero stuff. Mm-hmm. He just sits down is the most petty, whiny asshole for ten plus minutes, including referencing a very real situation where he had a fallout with one of his best friends over him failing to pay for his friend's lawsuit fees over a lawsuit that uh, Punk basically instigated. And then uh, his his friend had to sue Punk to try and get the money that Punk had promised him. That became a whole mess. And then, kind of unprompted, Punk just starts bringing it up in the press conference and getting super angry and then starts blaming the fact that it was brought up on the executive vice presidents in the company. Like, it's all petty behind-the-stage politics yeah. just suddenly coming out during a press conference, so which is what, not how these are supposed to go. Yeah, no, what I'm hearing here is either CM Punk decided to change the character direction and, within kayfabe, decided that CM Punk is gonna become a whiny little bitch, or the actual, and I, I don't know the person's name but the guy that plays cm punk kind of forgot that kayfabe isn't real and he started treating kayfabe shit as actual grievances which aren't like those are the two conclusions i come to so (laughs) here's what happens next he goes backstage to get looked at by the doctor because he's just had a match. You know, this is a common thing you do after just to make sure it's like, oh, did I tear a muscle in the middle of a match and not notice? Because adrenaline will keep you going. Is he concussed? You know, this is a good... No. Here's what happened. Okay. They go. He goes in. He's sitting down. Uh, I have to reference his friend's name. I've never brought this guy up before. He has His best friend, Ace Steel, is in there with him. Wrestling name, of course. Mm-hmm. Um... So the I mentioned he kind of badmouthed three executive vice presidents. Specifically, he badmouthed Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, who had also on the same paper, because they were active wrestlers, they had also just won the trio tag title. So they should be happy, and instead they're pissed that CM Punk basically ripped them a new asshole in the press conference unexpectedly. Yeah, so they want to go talk. This is weird behavior from this person. Oh, 100%. So they go to talk to him mm-hmm. in the locker room, and uh, 
So I'm just going to mention this part now because it's it might help explain what happens. Uh, CM Punk was injured again. He ended up tearing his tricep. Ooh. So, that's not so a comes good back. one. Not that any of them are, wanna... but... He broke his foot three days after winning the title the first time. He wins the title a second time, and he freaking tears his tricep in the process. Man, man has gotten injured, like, has had, like, four days not being injured as champion. That's it. But also, so, that doesn't really explain, like, the mental deviance. Is he okay? Because no. are these no, physical... No, he's definitely not. But are these Chris, physical I... injuries a result of uh, either a knock to the head and a concussion or an actual legitimate mental illness? Because this behavior is not... It, it's not lining up. No, it, it's seeming very clear that he had demons that just came unscrewed because they go in to talk to him. Now they're probably not being the calmest, but apparently what happened is CM Punk threw a chair at them. And I don't mean like in like the camera crews where they were filming. This no. happened with nobody watching. This the, was a legitimate is, fight. No, this is specifically uh what what's his actual name? Uh Phil Brooks. Phil Brooks is committing assault against other people. Kayfabe oh, yeah. is not in play here. No. So him and Ace Steel start fighting Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, which culminates at one point. Um, like, the exact series of events is unclear. One of the Bucks apparently got a black eye, and Ace Steel apparently fucking bit Kenny Omega. <laughs> which I'm just like, what? So what you're Unless saying you're is... Desperate... What you're saying is shit is off the rails well here's the thing CM Punk's dog was in the locker room and the dog didn't fucking bite anybody <laughs> fucking, fucking a grown man did it's hmm. uh, like the exact events have not because it, it's it's he said versus he said type of situation but this is kind of the more or less agreed on general events there's a lot because here's the here's my favorite part the head of of their legal department was a witness. Yeah, if you're gonna do that shit, don't do it in front of your lawyer. <laughs> no shit, right? Especially because he's also the other guy's lawyer. And so... Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that's, man. That's like... I don't know, but this sounds like an Amanda Bynes situation where... Remember when she first started to go off the rails and it was yeah. just like, ha ha ha, man, Bynes is funny. And then it was like, no, no, this woman is like legitimately suffering a crisis. Please don't point yeah. and laugh. Like this is a person crying for help desperately. This honestly is, that's what this sounds like. Like if you, I, I, I like wrestling. I understand kayfabe. If you for a second think kayfabe is real, and even more so, you take kayfabe aggression into actual assault on real people outside of a match, somebody needs to talk to this person. He's like not okay. No, like he just basically aired a lot of dirty laundry at a press conference, and then when they tried to talk to him about it, probably aggressively because they were pissed... And it's like midnight when this happens. Uh, he's, he he responds by instigating a fight, which has resulted in like 
eight people being suspended, including CM Punk and yeah. the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. So, but that very awkwardly, okay, very awkwardly on Wednesday, what happened is the president of the company, Tony Khan, had to come on TV, and he's like, he so doesn't want to be a TV character, and he's just like, hey guys, uh, due to recent events. CM Punk has been stripped of the world title, and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega have been stripped of the trio's title. So we're going to have a new champion soon. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. From what I'm understanding, all of the things that CM Punk and crew did actually 100% fit kayfabe. If this, if this was on camera, intended as a stunt, and done safely, that absolutely checks. That That is 100% the, but the none type of, this, of thing. None of this. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. Out. I'm saying, if that were kayfabe and on camera and scripted or intentional, none of that is wrong. All of it checks. So, the fact that this was done is kind of I can't say definitively I'm not a psychiatrist but this is telling me that this person and possibly these people are legitimately confusing kayfabe with reality and they're no, no, applying no, they're just... kayfabe rules no. to reality you're really going on you're, you're really going on to the kayfabe thing it's not that he's just incredibly insecure and got really defensive about shit right but the actions that were taken with the mm-hmm. retaliation, the chair throwing, and the crew running in, all of this that sounds... That was just a fight. Yes, but all of this sounds like kayfabe, and it totally checks out on kayfabe. And I wonder if this is like an actual breakdown confusing the two. I don't think so. I think he was just pissed. It's just weird it's that... too fucking stupid to be a breakdown. It's, it's just it's too stupid, which people are. The thing is, the specifics of the assault were a chair, that's a kayfabe thing, and a run-in, that's a kayfabe no, thing. No, no, it was just he threw something at them, and the closest thing he had was a chair. I th- you're focusing too much on the chair, Chris. This is a very I fascinating just, angle you've taken this. I, I, just, I just think he's blurring reality, is what it sounds like. I think he's just a petty asshole who didn't like me who didn't like being told to stop doing shit. Well we'll see. Yeah. Karen Jeeva, petty asshole. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Uh, so just selfish and self absorbed. <laughs> what mm. no, we're not Kieran. We're mm. not talking about the monarchy anymore. We have switched to wrestling. Mm. No, oh. I, I mean wrestling has royal families. Yeah. So and and they have constant kings. There's an annual event called the King of the Ring. I'm learning a lot. I uh, Kieran. Yeah. Yes. Who is your favorite wrestling entertainment star of all time? I mean, I can really only name like three or four. That's why I'm asking. I want to see if you. I want, to see, I want to see if you name anyone interesting. I can't name anyone interesting. Try. Just just reach for the stars. 
Um, you guys just vamp okay. and cover for um, a bit while I think. Well, uh, what I said was not who is the like most titles, the best champion. Uh, I I'm just asking who's your favorite. Of all wrestling entertainment, I don't have a favorite. I haven't. I've never watched wrestling I, other than when what, I accidentally. That's the caught point. It in theaters. Is so who did you like of those two? Who I wrestled? need you to pick a favorite. What was his name? I even forget his name. The guy that was, was in what, the theater. What did he do? It was Stone Cold and Kevin it was Owens. Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold. Uh, I enjoyed I like that Stone he kept. Cold. He kept opening beers and then just pouring them on himself. Yeah, he does the yeah. double beer pour. I obviously, yeah. as a fan of beer, I, I'm into it. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, he would yeah. ask them to throw him a beer, and then he would like try and open it and fail, and just throw it away, and then ask him to throw them an- another beer. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know you could fail to open a beer. Why would you just give up? Well, you just can. You can fail to do a strategic shake that you hide as a catch a simultaneous double crack of the beer where they foam everywhere because it's about the visual because barely any of it's going into you and then when you've achieved that feat you do a double pour and no no chris you have to smash them together first oh yeah smash them together but like there's a whole strategic thing and also because this is a filmed event if you don't get it right yeah that that's what you do in filming. You toss that beer mm. and you try it again. But you need to catch them, do a bit of a shake to get the foam, crack them both at the same time successfully, smash them to do more foam, and then just pour a big mess on yourself, but only when you've got it right. And I imagine on some rough nights, this was maybe like four or five takes to get this right. But it is a stunt. Stunt don't always go right the first time. Yeah, but this is live pay-per-view. Yeah, but the yeah. filmed version is different, and the live pay-per-view is willing to fuck up a couple times. Yeah, and that's what Kieran saw, live pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with him, because I can only really name him like The Rock and John Cena off the top of my head. <laughs> that's a good Wait. trio to know. You, John yeah. Cena, you saw him? I can only name them off the top of my head. He never but said he you saw him. See him. What you Nobody could see him. He doesn't like understand this joke. I don't really understand it either. To be What's honest, happening? Peter. <laughs> What's happening? What? Can you tell me? I think I've asked you this before, and I might have just forgotten. Why does nobody see John Cena? I don't get that joke. I make that joke, and I don't even understand that joke. Oh, it's 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 uh it's part of his his rap lyrics because um I mean part in high school it, yeah well because that was the thing he, when he he does so a John rap, Cena rap career as well so okay I can't get into his entire career but when John Cena started he was an incredibly boring wrestler I believe his nickname was the prototype which is a nice way of saying he's bland and new. <laughs> Um, like he came out in bike shorts to try to pick a fight with Kurt Angle, and his I think his first thing he said he had was he just kind of screamed at Kurt Angle that he had ruthless aggression, which is a weird catchphrase. But eventually, what happened was John Cena 
uh, was filmed in a holiday uh, Halloween party sketch as Vanilla Ice, and like hmm. leaned into the character for the bit, and they were just like, "That's your character now. You're a rapper, and you're white, because he's from West Mayberry, Massachusetts, or something like that. <laughs> East Mayberry, I, one of the two. That was my first uh, pseudo wrestling character. It never came out in the light of day, unfortunately. Yeah. It's uh, very unfortunate we, now, because as Canadians, did... we tend to associate uh, Vanilla Ice with Paul Bernardo, but go on. Well, we did uh, we did a thing during Extra Life where uh, Peter, props again, we have praised your performance many times, but Peter was the wrestling announcer and Jamie, Jesse, and I were the players of the wrestling game. And Jamie stole the ladder. It was a whole thing. But actually, we did make characters. And then they just didn't work. Because none of our intros were able to make it into the stream. But my guy was basically the character of pretty fly for a white guy by the offspring like that guy in that video and i had the whole tearaway pants and the wife beater and the upside down visor but my song which was an edit of pretty fly for a white guy didn't get it in and then jamie's character was based on baby's got a temper by the offspring I'm sad that none of the tracks worked, but yeah, that was my literal first character where I was only going to play a wrestling video game and not actually wrestle, but my first character intro I completed, and that was based on being a white douchebag that thought he was gangsta with the Pretty Fly for a White Guy song. So I identify with that. But to answer your question, uh, You Can't See Me was a combination of, like, it's explained in his rap lyrics or his, his fake rap album thing as being like, no, it's real. What am I saying? It's not fake. Uh, it's You Can't See Me because like because he was invisible in high school. But the actual reality is the You Can't See Me like dance and taunt was something his brother cooked up and dared him to do in a wrestling match. So he did. And it also became like, uh, he's like, can you, he's like, can you come at me? No, you can't. You're not on my level. Boop. Yeah. And then he punches him in the face. And when you're built like John Cena, you get a lot more license than when you're built like me. He looks like mm. he's shrunk now because he's not nearly as swole anymore. Mm. I mean, he's in his 40s, if not 50s. He's getting up there. He's the same age as John Oliver. Oh, boy. Too many and he's also growing in a... this world. John Cena is also growing a beard again, and it looks weird. I don't like it. A shame. A shame. I will he choose... He doesn't have a face for a beard. I will choose to not see it. Yeah. Hey, you see what I yeah. did there? Yeah. yeah. You know, the whole time you like, guys were... His, his joke is, you can't see me. And then when we talked about that guy having a beard... Chris is very uh, drunk. He's not quite I... a Muppet drunk, but he's very drunk. <laughs> Chris, I'm a don't bit explain drunk, your own joke. I that was... wasn't even good. I was... No, you're, you're, you're getting there, buddy. 
Kieran, what were you going to say the whole time? I was saying, well, while you while you were talking about wrestling, I was reading about uh, the 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 king that only reigned for one year, Edward the Seventh, I believe, or Eighth. What is he? Right, the one that was in the King's Speech who sucked. Yeah, Eighth, Edward the Eighth. Um, it's very funny reading his Wikipedia because everyone's like. They're like, uh, he's suspected of having Nazi sympathies, but then they have quotes where he's like, Hitler will crush the Americans and the British, and I will be their king again. They don't want me, but I will be back as their leader. Or, it would be tragic for the world if Hitler was defeated. Or, Britain and the Germany should team up and destroy the Reds. And then it's like, he was suspected of harboring I... Nazi sympathies. It's like, <laughs> you don't oh, say. Really? He hated or communism his... more than Nazis. Yeah, or his wife. Of, uh, or his wife was literally suspected of being a German agent who kept a photo of a Nazi on her bedside table, and while they were stationed the in the was Bahamas, <laughs> yeah, while they were stationed in the Bahamas, she just kept like saying the Highland was full of lazy N words. Good times, good fun times. Well, nope. what a swell nope. family. I don't like that at all. Yeah, um, well, Chris, Chris uh, you don't like racist Nazis? <laughs> no. I mean, I will. So much for the tolerant left. I yeah. will. I will, in fact. God, that's fucked sure up. Sure, everybody. Yeah. I don't think he there's a, a single racist Nazi I'm a fan of. But what about the non racist Nazis? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. He is also accused of leaking the Allied war plans for the defense of Belgium in 1940. That's a fucking war crime. <laughs> yeah, and then they just that let him, get like, him leave. Oh my god. We I mean, let him until, until uh, Donald Trump is in jail, then I guess it's not. But last I checked, leaking this is a, this isn't document... even a, this isn't even a guy who was president. This is a guy who was formerly a king. Who, but I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. To... His his fucking what, what would what would Andrew have been? His his nephew, his great nephew, his fucking great yeah. nephew is a sexual predator, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, done I in jail mean, for some reason. A lot of tolerance. That we have we have been highly disrespectful. Of the we haven't really said shit be. about the queen but herself. I would. We've shit on the royal family, but not her. Yeah, the royal family. Uh, I actually think. I think the worst they said about William was that he was bald. Yeah, which is factually true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the royal family. They have completely brushed under the table, a pedophile. They have also tried to. They can't hide it. But they have tried to redirect attention anytime somebody mentions that Queen Elizabeth was married to, like, a second or third cousin for yeah. most of her life. I mean, but, yeah, that's no. not that unusual. That's, yeah. I mean, they're all pretty inbred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's quite common. I mean, it's no Woody Allen situation. So. See. There's a there's an old it was it was this romance novel I read when I was mm, it was in college sometime and it was what if Queen Victoria married the Russian archduke instead of her cousin hmm and like it gets that's actually it gets really an weird because thought. 
it's really interesting, but then it gets really weird because then her kids have to fight Rasputin in England. Because it, like, it goes to this, like, like, it starts out, the first half of the book is historic fiction, and then it just gets weird, borderline supernatural, because she, she had to get Rasputin in there. Yeah. I think the author was a woman. I could It could have been a man. I don't know. I just instinctively, I read a lot of female authors at the time because I was, oh, God. You know what? I don't want to admit this on the podcast. Let's just wrap no, up. Yeah. I love it because we're want, almost out of time. And I I'll would, tell you after. I would love for none of us, but anyone that wants to either comment on this episode or write in to the many, many sources available, or uh, Peter or Kieran, I'm curious, can either of you tell me how people would call in with an opinion? Um, yes. They they get a carrier pigeon. No. Send it to the telephone. No. And then have it call 1-800- Nope. Call butts. Nope. To call your ass. Nope. Which you then answer like it's the shoe phone from Get Smart. Hello. Is that how that happened? I never watched that show. You suck. Or did anyway, he... tell us how to do the phone call because apparently I'm too drunk. Well... They would call 1-833-222-1091, which is in no way capitalizable at all, and leave comments about what they think Peter's fandom was, since he won't say. But what we will say... Or if you're you're a goose that did 9-11, let us know. Oh, yeah. Sorry, swan, not goose. God damn it. Ah. Now the bird people are going to be Don't mad tell at me. Don't Elrond tell them. Would be we so didn't do it. It wasn't you. a Canadian thing. Eh. Well, he doesn't give a shit. Elrond's all about the corgis. What about the corgis, Peter? Elrond? Fame song. That's not the term, Peter. It is now, Christopher. Don't you dare no, try to take my not. voice with me. Fine. Be that way, you little flatulence. Outro. Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass. Tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing. Aerial brake shoe. Shock absorber. Fireball. What's the, what's the aerial?